A U.S. MQ-9 was shot down by Yemen Houthi rebels backed by Iran. And in retaliation, the United States launched airstrikes in Syria. Plus, today is a special day at end time. We're celebrating 34 years of a major milestone that you have got to hear about. All of this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. There's a few things that Doug and I love. A few of those are Jesus. Doug, you love Jesus. Absolutely. You love America. Absolutely. And you love a good cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. Today, it's rainy and dreary here in Dallas and there's not much, not, not much more like a good cup of first cup coffee at that. You can get one of the first cups, 11 different roasts. You can get them ground, whole bean, or even pods for your Keurig machine. In fact, I saw Dave pouring a cup of the Washington a little bit ago. It's, the Washington's named after our very first president, George Washington. So you can go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll actually give you another 10% off if you use code ENDTIME. So go to firstcup.com. Use code in time to get 10% off today. I like what Doug, uh, Dave asked the other day. Will the Antichrist drink coffee? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's I bet a, he will. Yeah. I bet he won't drink first cup. Probably not. So um, I don't want to say what he may drink. Um, makes me oh, if I do uh, I know where you're going with that. <laughs> Better not go there. All right. Hey, today's yeah. special, Doug. Yes. It's a 34-year anniversary, mm -hmm. and we're celebrating it here at End Time Ministries. It, in fact, it's, it's one of the biggest milestones in End Times history, and that's a big reason why you need to share this video. You need to heart the video, comment, tell us what you think it might be. In fact, I guess we're not going to delay much longer, Doug. We're going to get right into it. Let's it's the 34th anniversary of the Berlin Wall coming down. Yes. Why is that important to us? Oh, there's a, a lot of big reasons why. So uh, you well, We've know, got a video. Yes, we do. That's, it's taking it way back. Mm -hmm. That's going to tell everybody out there why it's so important to us here at End Time, so check it out. Well, it was 20 years ago this week that a very historic event took place. The hated Berlin Wall came down with a thud. That wall that had separated free Germany from communist Germany, that Iron Curtain that had separated East Europe from Western Europe, it all came down November 9 of 1989. I'm holding here a chunk of that Berlin Wall that came down. And the reason I have it is because I began teaching from the prophecies of the Bible in 1968 that the Berlin Wall would come down, the two Germanys would be reunited, and that would be the event that would throw the world into the prophesied New World Order. And when I say New World Order, I'm talking about the one world government, the world government prophesied in the Bible over which the Antichrist would rule. Well, that was 1968. In 1986, three years before the Berlin Wall came down, I published my first book, A Message for the President. And in this book, I stated the Berlin Wall was coming down and that would usher in the new world order, the end time, one world government. Well, 
Three years later, November 9, 1989, the Berlin Wall did come down. What a day that was. And to my amazement, just 20 days after the fall of the Berlin Wall, President George Bush Sr., Mikhail Gorbachev, and Pope John Paul II met together to determine what the world would look like from that point on. They came out of those meetings announcing the birth of the new world order. I had stated in my book that when the wall came down, it would signal the birth of the new world order. I was astounded. It all came together so quick. 20 short days later, it was amazing. Doug, we still have that plaque. Yeah, it's very If cool. you're watching, you can see it on there right now. If you're listening, you should come watch at watch.endtime.com. <laughs> but, you know, that series actually, um, Irvin did like a four or five part series on the Berlin Wall. Yeah. That's available to stream on demand 24-7 on End Time Plus. So if you go there and search Berlin Wall, if you're a subscriber, you can stream that series where Irvin goes into detail about how God showed him this prophecy, yeah. writing the book, all the details around that. So uh, definitely a series worth watching. And then right now, uh, endtime.com slash deals, you can get End Time Plus for 50% off right oh, now. Man, that's so good. you could go there, you can try it for free, plus get the 50% off by going to endtime.com slash deals and watch the Berlin Wall. This thing's heavier than what it might I know, look like. It's, it is. It's something else. It's. I remember the first time I ever saw that uh, when y'all first came and moved to the Dallas area and I met Irvin Baxter in his office. He actually invited me in. I was doing some painting there in the building <laughs> and he invited me in his office and sat me down and introduced himself and we talked for a while and I remember seeing that on the wall and how impressed I was that, man, he's actually got a piece of the Berlin Wall. Yep. Pretty and cool. we still have it. It sits in his office and a uh, big part of End Times history. So yeah. we're grateful for Irvin Baxter. Judy Baxter, the sacrifices they made, our whole team yeah. uh, that's carrying everything on because this is a God mission mm-hmm. and uh, it's not just about Irvin Baxter, but boy, we're going to take every chance we can to honor him and Judy Absolutely. for all the decades of labor that they put into uh, this ministry and into communicating with everyone what God laid on their heart. Mm-hmm. Of course, our mission is to preach the gospel, the kingdom to every person on earth. And in the process, we're explaining current events through a lens of Bible prophecy. We believe the end time is now. We believe this is extremely important for everyone to hear. So that's why it's important to share today's show. Yeah. Because he wrote this three years before it happened. Of course, he started preaching it, what, 20-some years before it Mm -hmm. happened. So... Uh, yeah. It's been it's been awesome, and and there's going to be more things that come that have come up over the years. There's going to be more that happen. So, uh, God's been good, and I'm going to set this down before I break it. Yeah, I don't, don't want to be that I guy. Too. We'll sit on this Absolutely. table. You know, that's one of the reasons, though, Vince, that we also understand that, uh, like he was saying, that's how we understood some of the symbolism in Daniel chapter seven. Uh, the leopard having the four heads, and the four heads representing dominion being given to it. Well, we know that uh, Hitler's Third Reich was during World War II. After World War II is when that wall came up to separate the two Germanys uh, because the world had decided there's just something about the heart of the German people that makes them want uh, to, to start wars. They had started the uh, World War I, World War II, and they're like, never again, let's separate these two Germanys. And so they did that. And um, 
it appeared that that beast was dead at that point. But uh, with the fall of the Berlin Wall, the birth of the New World Order, uh, then from that, we also saw the Lisbon Treaty, which was the rebirth of the Holy Roman Empire. We've seen this beast come back to life, and boy has it. And the Bible says in Revelation 13 that the whole world wondered after the beast because it had received a fatal wound to one of its heads, and that the wound was healed, and then the whole world followed after the beast. So it's very important to us, the, the Bible prophecy that's there, uh, that we've been able to learn and grow from that point and understand so much about it. So uh, just another one of those proofs that we understand that leopard in Daniel chapter 7 is Germany. Doug, I was um, like two years old when this happened, <laughs> when the Berlin Wall came down. Wow. Do you remember it? I do, because I had, uh, I graduated high school in 1985, so I oh, remember I thought you may have been like seven or eight then. Oh, no, no, I'm an old man, so <laughs> uh, I was a, a young man then, and uh, I remember watching it on ABC News, and uh, Peter Jennings sitting there talking about, you know, how big the deal was, and uh, it was a big deal. I was mean, was I, there I like, a, like, did you notice different things happening in the United States as a result, or do you recall? No, I didn't, because back then I really didn't understand how huge it was. I just knew it was big that, you know, Germany was going to be reunited, and you saw the emotions of people as they, you know, for the first time people were shaking hands that had, you know, only been able to to be separated by, you know, a piece of concrete. That Now they were able to shake hands and hug each other and be reunited with uh, people didn't really have sisters. cell phones then. Yeah, there was no social media, of course. Right. Almost no one had computers. Yeah. So these are like they're writing letters and talking on the phone, like the physical phone that you know you used to have that <laughs> forty foot cable in the kitchen. Yeah, I remember. That's that how one. they communicated back yeah, then. So absolutely. this wall coming down was unifying. Yeah. And it was unifying globally. Right. Because you know as we talked about, as Irvin did in his book, uh, it's going to be like a. Uh, we we call we call World War III an entrance ramp for the Antichrist. Right. Well, this was kind of an entrance ramp for the New World Order. Yeah, definitely. And um, so there was certainly global impact, and it has been incredible to see how things have built from there and how quickly things have come about since then. So, yeah. And you know, talking about how quickly it's come about, if if you look at our teaching on the seven trumpets. Uh, we believe that this is tied into that fourth trumpet because in the fourth trumpet we see the speeding up of time happening there. So we really see that prophetic will events begin to turn faster and faster at that point uh, because once that wall came down and this new world order was introduced, uh, we've seen the global government begin to grow stronger and stronger with each passing year, uh, with each passing president in our country even. Uh, we've watched this get stronger and stronger. And so uh, we believe it's connected to that fourth trumpet that's right there between Chernobyl, uh, the Chernobyl disaster, which is the third trumpet, and then the fifth trumpet, which is Desert Storm or the Gulf War. And so that's how we understand that. And we just see that it's it's made time speed up. How have you seen like world government develop since 1989? Well, what we've watched is we've watched how uh, not only the UN, but we've watched the birth of the EU, uh, which has really uh, become a major factor in Europe. And with that rebirth of the Holy Roman Empire, all those things that took place there, we've watched it go from, you know, I mean, I never would have believed, Vince, that we would have uh, 
you know, lights, uh, I mean, uh, cameras on every uh, on every corner <laughs> like, where there's I a didn't light. I you were that old. <laughs> no, not that old. <laughs> Back when we had fog lamps. But, no, uh, we've got cameras on every corner now, uh, surveillance everywhere. We've got, uh, you know, talk of digital currency that's going to be controlled by government. All these things that I read about <clears> when <throat> I was a senior in high school reading 1984, uh, when we read those books, you thought, this will never happen. I mean, I, you know, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and to me, that was like one of the golden times of life. You know, I guess everybody believes that when they're young. But anyway, we had so much freedom back in those days. You know, I remember being told I could stay outside till the street lights came on, and then you <laughs> had to be in before it got dark, you know, and nobody worried about where their kids were or what was going to happen. We had a lot of freedom, and, uh, the world's just changed dramatically since then. It's not all uh, directed at the, uh, you know, the world government, but we're watching the world government take more control over our life as time goes on. Yeah, and and I can't imagine what people, I guess I guess people that ruled the world even in the 80s. I can't imagine that they would have envisioned that that what we've witnessed even in the last few years right. would have come to fruition quite like it has. I think about COVID and all that came from that, the global yeah. agenda, 9-11, post 9-11, the global agenda that got in, imposed on us, COVID, yeah. the global agenda that got p- imposed on us to where, you know, you couldn't buy toilet paper anywhere because they shut everything down globally. And and yeah. how it's, om- and there's been so much more information. We're not talking about COVID today. There's been so much <laughs> more information that have come out since then yeah. about how much was known, how much was manufactured. There's all sorts of information now. Yeah. Don't worry, everyone upset with us about talking about, we won't go there. <laughs> right. But the, the information's come out, it's clear how there's global agendas that can just be turned on with mm-hmm. the flip of a switch. Yeah. And so, you know, we're seeing more things develop and of course we will highlight that. We're getting ready to be talking about um, the USMQ-9 that was shot down and what's happening in Israel. We'll give everyone an update on that. But the the switch that gets flopped, uh, flipped with the global agenda stuff, just we, we need to be ready. We need to be ready spiritually. That's what we highlight here. Right. If you haven't gone to uh, endtime.com slash reborn, it is imperative for you to know that you've been born again the way the Bible talks about. Absolutely. Like that's our priority here. No matter what, if you don't ever buy a DVD, yeah. That's fine. Like we want you, if if you don't buy a DVD and you're still born again like they talked about in the Bible, that's what we want. If right. you don't ever donate, you know, God bless you. We want you to be born again. We want you to be prepared spiritually for what's coming. Yeah, and then, of course, there's people preparing physically as well. And we know from COVID that there is a way to have an affordable three-month emergency supply of food if you need it. We know that's possible. Now, readypantry.com slash endtime offers amazing 25-year shelf-stable food and includes meals for breakfast, lunch, and even dinner. Not to mention, you'll have the peace of mind you get knowing you have an emergency supply of food ready for anything. If they flip that switch again, power outages, hurricanes, war, the list goes on and on. Ready Pantry is an American-based company with all products sourced right here in America, and they're offering discounts of up to 20% off for three to 12 months supply. So go to readypantry.com slash endtime, use code endtime and save an additional 10% off your order. Plus you're gonna get free shipping on all orders. So stock your pantry. They're going to readypantry.com slash endtime today. Doug, what did you think when this USMQ9 uh, was shot down? 
Well, one of the first things I thought about, Vince, was, okay, so they've shot down on one of our drones. I remember the last time that one of our <coughs> drones were captured. Now, when you say drone, sorry, before you go into that, yeah, I think about my father-in-law is a photographer. Mm -hmm. He's got one of these little drones that, you know, it's about this big. Right. He flies it up and, you know, and, and takes aerial shots of our house and the lake and all different things like that. Is that what we're, t like, was this a little drone, like, you know, <laughs> barely larger than a uh, no. Chicken, you know, no, what, what this, kind of drone is this? This is a big drone. It almost looks like an airplane. Uh, I thought it was an airplane when I saw it. Yeah, so it's it's a humongous thing. It's capable of carrying payload and things like that for, you know, bombs and stuff. But, I mean, it's, I, I don't know how big this particular one was, but I know that they Well, go cost, look up MQ-9. Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> they're giant. They're really big. But uh, it, $32 million is how much this thing's worth. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the problem that, you get with that is that there's so much technology on these. Uh, I believe that when one of them was captured several years ago, it was back, um, I think, uh, maybe like 2015, somewhere around in there. When it was captured, there was one captured and they reverse engineered it. And because they were able to reverse engineer, now they have the technology that was in that drone. So uh, this is bad if they don't get totally destroyed. Now they've got technology. It's kind of like leaving uh, billions of dollars of um, war equipment in Afghanistan or something like that, you know, to allow people to take those things and be able to use that technology that's on board. It might have been that technology that shot it down. It could have been. I'm looking at it. I Googled a photo here real quick. There's a guy standing next to one. Mm -hmm. And he's, his head is not even two feet. It has a two feet distance, roughly, yeah. for the wing. So this is as big as some airplanes I've flown on. Yeah, they are, they are the size of a small aircraft. Yeah. And, uh, so for this thing to be shot down, I mean, for one thing, Vince, also that's kind of like a victory to them. You know, they shot down a U.S. American uh, military drone. And they, they wear that as like a, a trophy, you know, that they were able to do this. So that's another <coughs> thing about it. But you also got to figure, hey, this was uh, shot down by uh, one of our enemies right now. And even though we've shot down intercepted missiles that were over international waters, this kind of stepped the game up a little bit. And it felt like it pulled us more into this conflict. Uh, you know, as soon as... I saw this. Actually, Janice sent me this story last night. It's the first time hey, I Janice saw it. Hey, Janice fired up. I, I know. I ate lunch with her today. Yeah. She was just, I was like, you need to get on the show today. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so she sent that to me last night, and I'm like, oh, here we go. And so it was shortly after this. Janice, Dave's wife, by the way, and, and Irvin's oh, yeah. middle daughter, or youngest daughter. Youngest daughter. And anyone yes. out there that doesn't know that. Yeah. And, uh, she was also with Dave in Israel, so yes. if you went on tour with them, you know Jana very well. But uh, anyway, she sent that last night, and you know, I, it fired me up because I got that like right before we went to church last night, I think. And uh, and then uh, you you feel like okay, we're being pulled into it. This is pulling America into it more. And then look at what happened right after that. Now, to clarify, Doug, it's not Yemen that did this; it's mm -hmm. Houthi rebels that are backed by Iran. Yeah. So Iran is funding them, Iran is supplying them with mm -hmm. weapons and who knows what else. And so this is a big deal from our perspective because first of all, Iran is capable of much more than Hamas is. Right. Of course, they're funding Hamas as well. But they're also connected to Russia and China. Yeah. They're also connected to lots of organizations that can wreak havoc 
globally, mm-hmm. and we've been talking here. I mean, we've talked we've talked about a lot over the years, but a lot over the last month, uh, here in five weeks or so, yeah. of the coming World War III that's going to emanate out of the R- Euphrates River area. Right. Of course, Iran is one of the major nations that <laughs> houses that river. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of connections we can make to Bible prophecy. So when we see a story like this, it's it's a big deal, first of all, that a, a U.S. MQ-9 would get shot down, but then that it's Iran-backed. Right. And what the implications could be is something that is on our radar, and it's extremely important for everybody out there to know. This isn't just um, another Middle East conflict. like. This has potential to be far greater than some mm-hmm. of the other Middle East conflicts Absolutely. <clears throat> that we've seen over the years. And so we want to make sure everybody's aware of what is coming on a prophetic timeline. Right. And it, al- and it lines up with a lot that's going on right now. And normally, Vince, I mean, when we see, or in the past, when we've seen some of these conflicts between Israel and Hamas, they quieted down in a couple of weeks. You know, I mean, if a couple of years ago we did a story where they were shooting missiles into uh, Israel and we saw the Iron Dome working and we talked about the conflict that was on the Temple Mount uh, with some people who were, were in the Alaska Mosque. All those things happened and it happened very briefly, like maybe two weeks, and then it went away and it was kind of done for a while. Mm-hmm. We're on like the 35th day or 34th or 35th day now in this war. Uh, it's it's heating up. It's not cooling off. Uh, we. Today you shared a video with me, some very intense bombing going on in northern Gaza. Mm -hmm. Uh, It looked like maybe they hit a weapon depot as I started looking down in the comments of that video. Uh, Some military people were piping in saying anytime you see a single explosion followed by several little explosions, they've hit a weapon depot. Mm. And so they believe that was a place where weapons were stored there in Gaza. So this is not going away. We've got Iran saying there was a threat made, uh, you know, we talked about yesterday, but then today also we saw a story right before we came on the air. We keep getting these things happening right before we come on. Uh, we saw a story where one of the family members of a hostage had said that they were told that America was going to get hit very hard because of what happened last night. The hostage was? or A hostage family, a hostage family member said that that was messages they received. Hmm. So they talked about uh, because of uh, our retaliation for this drone attack, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, that America was going to be next, that mm-hmm. we were gonna start getting hit. Well, we know that the FBI has also said that there are already cells here in the United States. We've seen the protests from um, Hamas supporters or Palestinian supporters. And um, it, it seems like we could you know, be in danger of having an attack happen right here on U.S. soil. Doug, and I saw a clip earlier of Biden saying that there is no uh, ceasefire options here in with Gaza, that this is going to continue. And I, you know, I don't know exactly when that stopping point is going to be, but he's saying there is no ceasefire that's going to happen. Right. And of course, I want to take a moment here to quickly remind you that we're up against another government shutdown. Speaking of Biden and everything going on, there with with, uh, our government approving more money to even Ukraine, Doug. Mm -hmm. Um, Our wise leaders, they deal with this shutdown stuff, how they always do more spending. And while lawmakers are high-fiving and hugging, your savings accounts continue to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. You can end that cycle. You may consider diversifying into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. 
Our friends over there will help you, and when you open a gold IRA with Birch Gold, they'll send you a free gold bar for every $10,000 that you spend by December 22nd. So visit birchgold.com slash end time to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of your pocket. And you still get the free gold bars. So don't let your savings accounts become a victim of further devaluation of the dollar. Visit birchgold.com slash end time. Receive a free info kit on gold. And then you can claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive those gold bars on your qualified purchase. So be sure to check out Birch Gold. Doug, U.S. retaliated to mm -hmm. that by airstrikes into Syria. Right. That seems extremely serious. Yeah, and this is a, um, it's kind of a northeastern area in Syria uh, that, you know, we, we talked about this morning in our devotion time that's up close to the Euphrates River area. I was about to ask that. Where's it at? Yeah, and so because of that, of course, you know, we're always watching that area, and, and that's what we know about the Sixth Trumpet War says that these four angels are bound in the Euphrates River area. So anytime any of this conflict is happening along that area, it kind of perks our ears up. Uh, but that's where this attack came. They hit a, uh, I believe it was a weapons depot or a facility uh, vents that Iran has with the uh, Iran National Guard or whatever they're called, Republic Guard. What are they called? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they are. The I Iranian Revolutionary Guard, okay. that's what it is. Uh, anyway, they, they hit some of that and there were actually some uh, people that were killed and injured because of this attack. So. Um, we, we did do an airstrike, but as we saw on a uh, Fox News clip earlier today, like I said, right before we came in here, so it was kind of hard to share it, but we can talk about it. Um, they said that this is probably uh, one of those things where we told them before we attacked, gave them time to kind of clear the area, and then we're more interested in blowing up a facility and not hurting people. Mm -hmm. So they said it was kind of like one of the weakest strikes that we could do. And they also said they believed that the people that were analyzing said they believed that America needed to step up their attacks, that uh, Iran and, and the other um, countries there that were watching all this, they are seeing America be very light on how we're doing this. It's almost like it wasn't anything at all. Mm -hmm. So that's, to me, that's concerning because, you know, we've got other people watching like China that are going, okay, let's see how America deals with this situation because they want to move into tai, uh, Taiwan and take Taiwan back. And we've said we would help Taiwan the way that we support Israel. We've promised that to um, Taiwan. And so we've got China over there watching this to see how we're going to react. And if we're not reacting strong enough with a strong military presence, there's a chance that China may say, hey, we're going in. You know, we're not going to be afraid of America and what they can do to us. What's the Bible say about China and, and that potential war? Well, you know, that's interesting because we do not see China in Bible prophecy. And a lot of people want to say China's the dragon in Revelation 12, but we know from Scripture it says itself in Revelation 12, 9 that the dragon is Satan, the devil. And so we don't see China represented in the animal symbols. And so a conflict with China could result in bad things for China. All right. Well, we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. As a viewer of the End Time Show, 
you're getting early access to Christmas deals starting right now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? What experiences and gifts would you receive this year? Well, the atmosphere at End Time is nearly the same. We're excited because these deals are now available through the end of 2023. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives and that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2023, you can get deals like a special VIP group video call with Dave Robbins when you get Understanding the End Time. End Time Plus subscription for 50% off, or my personal favorite, a $10 and under sale for almost 100 different products featuring Irvin Baxter, Dave Robbins, and more. Go to endtime.com slash deals for a full catalog of items. You can also call 800 End Time. Hurry, supplies are limited. Go to endtime.com slash deals today. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norbell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to have you on the show today. I do want to remind you that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Thibodeau, Louisiana this weekend, Sunday night only. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and specific details about the conference. Uh, good news is you don't have to pay. It's totally free. All our conferences are free. And you don't have to even register. It is first come, first serve. So if you want the best seat in the house, you're going to have to be there a little early. Dave's not going to go into hiding. You'll be able to meet Dave. You'll be able to meet Jana. She might light you up with some information <laughs> like she's been doing with us today. You never know. <laughs> so uh, come out to Thibodeau, Louisiana. And uh, we already know it's not crawfish season. You've informed us of that. <laughs> Uh, you've told Dave he needs to eat gumbo and shrimp and boudin and I don't know what else, meat pies. What else have we seen, Doug? I don't know. Don't know. Uh, if you have a recommendation for Dave, I'm sure he'll gladly read it. So comment right now what you think he should eat while he's in the great state of Louisiana. Uh, make sure you come out and uh, uh, make plans to attend and meet Dave and Jana Robbins. Endtime.com slash events or call us at 800 Endtime. We'd love to see you out there. Doug, I saw another story, Hamas. Uh, they want to be in permanent war with Israel. Mm -hmm. You included that here. Well, what is that about? Well, there was an interview with the New York Times uh, where they were talking to one of the Hamas leaders, and that's what he said. He, he actually kind of laid out what the primary goal was for uh, the October 7th invasion. He said that um, it was basically a start. He said, I hope that the state of war with Israel will become permanent on all the borders and that the Arab world will stand with us. Now, back to what we were talking about a while ago, the story we saw right before we come in here with the, the news from um, Fox News report where they were talking about this war. One of the things they said that was causing this conflict was that uh, Iran did not want the Abraham Accords to go forward. That was one of the problems that was happening here and that um, they were trying to cause chaos 
to keep that peace treaty from being signed by Saudi Arabia. Now, we heard that at the very start of this conflict, that that could be one of the things that was causing this war, and now it appears like it is. And of course, anytime you hear a Hamas leader speak, Vince, you know that you're hearing it echoed from Iran. This is what the Iranian regime wants for Israel. They want to completely destroy Israel, and that's what the hope of this is, is to continue this fight. And some of the things the leader said, I mean, it's, it's kind of scary and horrific, but one of the things he said is Israel is a country that has no place in our land. Remember, everybody keeps talking about the occupation. Okay, so we've gone over this time and time again about how the land, you know, if, if you believe what the Word of God says, who the land really belongs to. We've even seen some reports where people have gone back through history and they've put a really detailed report together about who the land really belongs to and how it became called Palestine in, you know, the beginning. It was kind of like a slap in the face to Israel because the Rome the Roman uh, centurions are the ones that named it, or the Roman soldiers were the ones that named it Palestine, kind of as a slap in the face to Israel after the Israeli rebellion against Rome. And once they had kind of dispersed uh, Israel from there, they, they named it Palestine. And that's kind of where the name comes from. But we won't go into all that history right now, but this, this person says that Israel is a country that has no place in our land. We must remove that country because it constitutes a security, military, and political catastrophe to the Arabs and the Islamic nation, and it must be finished. He said uh, that Israel's existence was uh, illogical, and he said the existence of Israel is what causes all the pain and the blood and the tears mm. there in the Middle East. So they blame Israel for this, but you know who else they blame for it? Israel's number one ally, the United States of America. They hate us as much as they hate Israel. Um, they want to destroy Israel first and then they'll you know, go after the giant. So. Um, that's kind of the way they feel about things. But he, he said that he wants this to be a forever war, that they will continue to keep doing what they're doing. On the other side of the spectrum, Israel keeps saying, look, we've got to totally destroy Hamas. Not the Palestinian people. They're not talking about destroying the Palestinian people. They're talking about destroying Hamas, who is controlling the area of Gaza right now. They're, they don't control the area of the West Bank. Hamas controls Gaza. So they're trying to run Hamas completely out of Gaza. And, and Israel has even said, look, we're not looking at an occupation of Gaza. We'll give Gaza back to the Palestinian people as soon as we rid them of Hamas. So it's, it's not what Israel wants to do. They just want to get rid of Hamas. And so they're not going to stop, but they have agreed, I saw right before we came on, they have agreed to uh, the the four hours a day where mm -hmm. they give people time to a get pause. out of areas before they bomb those areas and, and start their attack in those areas. So they did agree with that with the United States today. So, so Doug, is there any, so Israel's small, you know, we've yeah. talked a lot about how, you know, one big bomb in Israel's gone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is a small nation. They are surrounded by enemy. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that they would be wiped off the map? Well, not according to the Bible. So according to what the Word of God says, and especially if we, if we look at the book of Ezekiel, 
um, chapter 37 where we see the prophecy of the dry bones. Now, we believe that that, you know, is the rebirth of the, the nation of Israel, that that's what Ezekiel was seeing. Uh, Pastor Baxter even believed that maybe the bones he was seeing was the Holocaust. And well, we've he, all seen the photos of, you know, this, there's bodies stacked up and yeah. uh, big piles. I mean, we've seen them, so it does look like a stack of bones. Right. And, and so that's what we kind of relate to that is that Ezekiel was actually seeing that, but he was seeing God bring them back as a nation. And of course, that happened in 1948. And, and so with that, there are things in, in uh, Scripture that where God has a promise for the people of Israel. And so I, I included those scriptures today. Do you want to hit those before we go to Whatever our Whatever you say, today? Doug. All right. Well, starting with Ezekiel 37, uh, 25 through 28. You want to read that? Yeah, it says, And they shall dwell in the land that I have given unto Jacob, my servant, wherein your fathers have dwelt, and they shall dwell therein, even they and their children and their children's children forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will place them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Yea, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And the heathen shall know that I, the Lord, do sanctify Israel when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. So, see, we know that there is going to be a time in the very near future where God is going to come and He's going to rule here. Jesus will rule for a, a thousand years and he's going to rule from Israel. That's where he's going to rule from. And, and the Bible actually says in Zechariah 14 that people will have to go up year after year. Survivors of the Battle of Armageddon, whoever they may be, those people will have to go up year after year and celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles and worship God in Israel. Or they won't receive rain on their land. Now that is a prophetic telling. That's talking about the millennial reign. But also in Amos uh, chapter 9 verse 15 it tells us a little bit more about that same time period. And I will plant them upon their land and they shall no more be pulled up out of their land which I have given them saith the Lord thy God. And then in Zechariah 12 verse 8 and 9 it gives us another version of this time. In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem and he that is feeble among them at their day shall be as David and the house of David shall be as God, as the angel of the Lord before them, and it shall come to pass in that day, and I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. So that, that scripture there in Zechariah, that's actually preparing for the battle of Armageddon. So the two before that were talking more about the millennial. Zechariah 12, 13, and 14 are all talking about what's happening leading up to the battle of Armageddon. So God's promises are to the, the people of Israel, once he establishes that nation and brings them back, which he's been doing for years, I mean, we still, there's still, there was an article this morning that said they are still bringing people into Israel for Aliyah. Right now, even with this crazy war going on, there are still people longing to get back home. So God is still doing this, and he says that he'll protect Israel. And so even though it's going to look very bleak at the Battle of Armageddon, and it's going to look like they lose. That's when God comes and fights for the people of Israel. Israel will be a nation. So no matter what Hamas, no matter what Iran, or anybody else wants to do to Israel, God has his hand on Israel. Doug, I think it's important to highlight here, this is a, a great example of not looking at the current circumstances and getting freaked out about it. Right. You know, you, we hear these threats that 
Israel's going to be wiped off the map and they're going to kill all the Jews and all the, I mean, we've heard it all. We've seen very terrible footage of what has occurred so far and they yeah. say, we're going to have this all over again. Like they plan to do, continue to do this until there are no, there is no more Israel as we know it today. Well, there are people who freak, get freaked out over that. There are yeah. people who start getting scared and worried and, you know, w we had a group of people there in Israel and uh, there were people very concerned about their well-being while they're there. We are right. connected to um, representatives there that are ministering the gospel and they're living there right now. And right. so there are, they have family members that are here in the States that are scared. And so we can look at this and go, circumstances that we can measure, I like to measure things, I like, to, <laughs> right. I like numbers, I like putting formulas in Excel spreadsheets, I'm nerdy like that to some degree. Um, the, the current circumstances may not look so great, right. but God's Word says a different thing, and so we can look at that and go, my faith starts rising, yeah. uh, I have courage, I don't have to be afraid, God hasn't given me the spirit of fear, but of right. power, love, and a sound mind, you know, no weapon formed against me, like these things start, if I really believe in God's Word, right. then I'm not going to get caught up and go hide in a cave somewhere. Exactly. So this is another great example right. of, of God's Word uh, providing peace and hope and understanding for us so we don't have to get freaked out over what we can see today. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, you know, I mean, we know things will get even worse because there's coming a time of great tribulation. Are you trying to scare us, Doug? <laughs> no, uh, not at all. But we know that, that along the way it's going to get even worse than what we've seen recently. So you think about that times a hundred, mm -hmm. you know, it could be far worse. And it's not just going to be Israel when that happens too. It's going to start there, but it's going to spread. Well, we're kind of watching that now. And so it's got a lot of people confused. They think, a lot of people think, well, we got to be in the tribulation right now because this sounds like it. Well, this is not it. And we know because there's certain things that are not in place yet. So we understand that it's not time for that. We don't have a temple. We don't have uh, the Antichrist standing in that temple proclaiming himself to be God. That's what starts that great tribulation. We're told by Jesus himself in Matthew 24, 15 through 21, that starts that tribulation period. So we don't have to be afraid of those things because we know that Jesus also said what we're supposed to be doing during that time is we're supposed to be preaching the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ during that time. <coughs> so this gospel has to be preached all over the whole world and then the end shall come. Well, who's he going to use to do that? People He's, like me, yeah. people like you, people like those of the everybody watching. Yeah. God's going to use just regular old people right. to go out and minister to people, and people's lives are going to be transformed just like they were in the in the Book of Acts, just yeah. like they were throughout the Bible, just like you and I have been transformed, just like we've seen many people transformed. Right. That's still going to happen, and God's going to be use people like us to do that. Amen. And so, once again, here we are. You need to be ready spiritually. Endtime.com slash reborn. Make sure you've been transformed like the disciples were. We break it out in detail there. Endtime.com slash reborn. Uh, we do have some open lines. We will be getting to the calls after the break. So give us a call. 877-END-TIME is the number to join us. 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me, and I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment 
of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We told you at the beginning of the show, today's the 34-year anniversary of a major milestone, the Berlin Wall coming down. We talked, um, we showed a clip of Irvin, which was really fun. You can watch that whole series on End Time Plus, but uh, comment Berlin Wall if that uh, if that book, A Message for the President, or that lesson that you've heard over the years has been meaningful to you, just comment Berlin Wall to see who all out there has been impacted by that one prophecy that was fulfilled in 1989, of course, featured in the book, talked about in Understanding the End Times. So uh, we want to see who all out there has been impacted by it. Comment Berlin Wall. We have open lines again, 877 Time. And lastly, don't forget about Dave and Jana Robbins being in Thibodeau, Louisiana. We'd love for y'all to be a part of that conference. Go to endtime.com slash events or give us a call at 800 endtime to learn more about the venue, uh, the address, specific details around it. You don't have to pay. You don't have to register, but it is first come, first serve. All right, Doug, we ready to go to the phones? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to start in Michigan. Sheila's watching there. Sheila, welcome to the End Time Show. Hi, my name is Sheila. Um, how you guys doing? Good. We're better than we deserve, Sheila. <laughs> Good. My um, question is, so the tearing down of the Bar- Berlin Wall and the two Germanys coming back together, that was the deadly wound being healed? Yes, ma'am. That's the way that we see that. Uh, it, the way we understand that, you go back to Daniel chapter 7, you look at those symbolic animals that represent kings or kingdoms. And the leopard right. there has four heads. And we believe that that third head is the one that was wounded. And then when it came back, now we're into what they call Germany's Fourth Reich. There's actually a book out there called Germany's Fourth and Richest Reich. 
And so when the two Germanys were joined back together, that's when uh, the EU really became what it is today because of that rebirth of that um, Holy Roman Empire that happened at the signing of the Lisbon Treaty and, and that Germany uh, being separated then brought back together as one is what kind of spawned that whole thing with the European Union. Right. So we were always um, taught that it was the Antichrist being wounded, then he becomes healed, and then the world follows after him. But I believe it's what you just got through saying. And I just wanted to say that Urban Baxter and End Time Ministries, I've been following over 20 years. Hmm. You guys are great. And End Time Ministries is a big, big part of my life, and I love it. And I keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. We're just calling, following the call that God's put on all of our hearts to do this. So we appreciate hearing that. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. God bless you, Sheila. All right, we're going to go to Oklahoma now. Joel's watching there. Joel, welcome to the End Time Show. How are you all today? We're good, good, Joel. I watch y'all every day on my big screen TV. Y'all sure look good on TV. Now. My, my, my. Oh, man. It scares me to think we're on a big screen. I've seen myself on a well, big screen before. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Vince doesn't need to sit directly under a light. It gets oh. pretty bright. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just had, I had to punch you. I've got in. the best hair on the show. <laughs> yeah, he you really know, does. God's, God, you're blessed. God's cleaning you off another place for another face. There we oh, go. <laughs> nice. Hey, guys, I hadn't called you all in a couple of months. I said, remember when I told you about the uh, the uh, Iron Dome system and the uh, about the Israeli system that was set up, that how much it cost to shoot down each one of these rockets and stuff? You remember me calling you all back? I, I remember you that. calling and talking to us. I don't remember how much you said it cost to, to shoot well, those weapons it, off. Well, it each one of those missiles costs a lot of money. In the Iron Dome system, and the other system that the Israelis put up, it costs three dollars and twenty-five cents to shoot that laser beam and hit those. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, five days ago, six days ago, the Houthis—you were talking about the Houthis shooting the. You remember they shot the first uh, missiles toward Israel, and our destroyer took them down in the Red Sea. You know. That's our, correct. Yes, yes, sir. Okay. Well, about five days ago, and you won't find this on, it's kind of on the back burner, but I found an article where Israel shot the second round of missiles down from outer space. It used the laser. Now, Joel, I thought you said down. you watch us every day. I do watch you every day. <laughs> we talked about that yesterday. Well, I know you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Go on. Sorry to interrupt. I'm beating my chest because a lot of people said I was crazy oh, okay. for what I said about that. Yeah. And it just amazes me about, about how bright the Israeli people are. They are smart, smart people. They really are. And, and I actually today saw a story as well where they were saying that that is the, the next step in weaponry there in Israel. So, uh, you know, we, we saw a, uh, a short clip where they were talking about it and they were saying that, you know, they're already using this laser technology. And of course, now we know for sure they are because we know they shot yeah. those down from space. I have a, you know, I'm, I'm, Doug, you were talking uh, about 
people were freaked out. You and Vince are freaked out. People were freaked out and scared about this. When you, Irvin came out with that article about the Berlin Wall was going to come down. That's when I it caught my eye. Mm-hmm. That's been over 30 years ago when he came out with that, or whenever it was. I think in '86, somewhere along. 37 years ago is yes, when sir. he wrote that book, published well, the book. I saw that article and I said, "This guy caught my eye." So that's how long I've been following. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not freaked out and scared. I have a heavy, burdened heart for Israel now because of what they're going to have to go through, what they are going through. And that's where my heart is right now. It's uh, My heart is bruised because mm. of what they're going through. And I, I stay burdened all day long and pray at different times for, for them and if I could go to Israel right now and, and volunteer to help them in some way, I would. Mm-hmm. Because I wish we could all go over there and help them, you know, because it's just... I'm not freaked out because of what people are saying. Well, they're going to be wiped off the face of the earth and the face, you know. They're not, because we know that Jerusalem's going to be a burdensome stone, and anybody that comes against Jerusalem or Israel, they're going to be cut to pieces. That's right. Amen. And I'm just I'm just burdened for them, and I hope everybody feels that way. Well, I, you know, unfortunately, we see from some of these reports that not everybody does, and that's what oh, I it, know. It makes me sad to to think about. There are there are even Christians in this nation who uh, think that the Jews are on the wrong side of this, and you know, I mean, they forget that just a. Uh, a few weeks ago, they were attacked, brutally attacked, and people were killed, drug out in the street and killed in front of their families, and hor- horrific things happened to people that we really don't even like to talk about because of how terrible it is. And we, we have friends that are in the, the military over there that have confirmed that the stories are true, that they walked into the rooms where they found the bodies. And so, you know, I mean, it's horrific at what Israel had to go through and people, they neglect to see the humanitarian side of things where Israel's trying to warn people to get out of the area before they even come in and begin to bomb. And, you know, they, they keep saying, well, these women and children are being killed on the Palestinian side of things. Well, Israel's giving them chances. It's not like Israel. They didn't have a chance. People were gunned down in their vehicles on the Sabbath with their children clinging to their parents for safety and nobody could help them. Uh, you know, as they were killed. And so I, I think people have forgotten very quickly what took place on October 7th. Well, the Israelis, you know, UN, they've already brought out 12 sanctions against Israel already in the last two or three days. So, you know, look at all the other humanitarian crises and, and, and things going on around the world and look where they start. They always start on Israel. Yeah, Israel absolutely. is is the apple of God's eye, and I'm telling you, Satan is doing his dead-level best. He's working overtime against God. <laughs> he really is. And that's where I'm burdened. That's where our, our, our hearts should be burdened with the, what happened to them. And I told my brother, I said, give it five or six days, and they'll be turning it around on them. Yeah. And that's just about exactly what happened. But I'm going to hang up, guys, let someone else. I don't want to keep up. Vince, I watch you daily. Yes, I know you talked about that yesterday, but I just kind of had to say that. Appreciate it, Joe. 
you guys. God bless you. Thank God you. bless. Thanks so much for your call. All right, we've got time for another call. We'll go to Missouri now. Mark is there. Mark, welcome to the End Time Show. How you guys doing? We are well, thank you. We are running well, short on time, so. Right. Uh, well, I kind of want to go on where the last caller was. I've been hearing reports that the United States actually has one of these lasers. And uh, from what I'm hearing, it's actually on one of those cruisers that's over there. Uh, they actually shot down one of the missiles that was uh, being uh, shot at some of the U.S. areas where we're at. And I've also heard rumors that Israel is making plans to start flooding those tunnels over there, you know, the 300 miles of tunnels that they've dug like rats. Mm -hmm. um, so have you heard anything about that? I have actually. Uh, I saw a little bit of a story today where they had gone down into some of the tunnels. The tunnels are actually connected from schools and hospitals. Uh, where Hamas would use those as cover and fire missiles from those areas uh, trying to entice Israel to hit those things and then they could report it in the news that they had hit a hospital or they had hit a school and killed civilians and the tunnels are actually connected to all that and then uh, one of the large infrastructures that were at the end of the tunnel was their base where they actually uh, captured a lot of equipment and found weapons that they didn't even know Hamas had in their possession. So I have heard that they're planning on flooding those tunnels out. I wish they could just fill them full of concrete, but you know, I mean, they got to do something with them. So I think if they start pumping some ocean water in there, there'll be rats coming out of those holes <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, probably so. Mark. And just remember, since Biden's been president, I don't know how many thousand, I just heard a report this morning of people that are known terrorists are here. Um, so I would tell everybody in America to, you know, always be a pay attention to their surroundings. Yeah, absolutely. Because who knows? Hey, Amen. Yeah. Well, thanks for your call, Mark. We are running out of time. We appreciate your insight. Doug, with as little time as we have left, how do you wrap today's show up? I know we've talked about some facts going on, but, you know, we always like to leave people with hope. So what kind of hope can we give folks? Well, you know, Vince, I mean, God told us that he tells us things before they happen to build our faith. It's so that we will believe when they begin to happen. Well, we're living in that time right now. And there's never been a more urgent time to make sure that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We always try to point everybody back to Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross. And so it's very important that they do that today, so. Amen. Great word, Doug. Um, take some time, comment how you originally heard about End Time with Joel's call and with talking about the Berlin Wall. Be cool to see some comments from you all out there on how you originally heard about End Time. So share that in the comments. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash deals. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.